Welcome to the Busy Mumsy Podcast. I'm your coffee-infused host, Ashley Verma, and I'm here to share all my ups, downs, and all-arounds of being a mom to my gorgeous Adia, owning a fitness business called Define London, and truly managing being a unsingle single mom as we cheer on my husband and his amazing business in Uganda. Oh, yes. Oh, oh. Is this a mic check? You heard that right. Uganda, and he is not doing the daily commute. So each week, I will be joined by a fellow inspiring, thriving, and surviving busy mumsy. We all need to take a deep breath together. We try, we navigate, and not be too hard on ourselves. I get it. I am human, and failures simply happen. I am not shiny, and I am never filtered unapologetically. I am, at its best and worst, busy mumsy. Happy Wednesday. Happy last Wednesday of 2020. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. You know what? Adia is here. It is the last Wednesday episode of season one. Season one. Well, clearly she is a natural. My beautiful friends, 2022 is coming to an end and I could not be more excited, thrilled, all of the things to uh, have you here. Me. Have you join us. Four, five. Wow, that energy is just like fire, right? Just absolute fire. But the beauty of an iPad and Puffin Rock as the save the day, um, yeah, I just used it. I mean, Adia becomes a zombified like creature when that comes out. But you know what? I'm going to use that card because this is the last episode of season one. And I'm super stoked, you know, that I was able to share Adia's voice finally. Um, We've tried a few different times and it just ended up in tears. So I'm thrilled that she was just, you know, game on today. But uh, secondly, we are welcoming another family member. Yowza. Uh, finally, finally, my husband, my partner, my pain in the backside, my dear Ricky. Um, I have a Scooby how this is all going to pan out. I definitely sent him to work today with a podcast microphone and, you know, a little hope and a prayer. I, I don't even know if he even knows how to use a microphone. So we shall find out as I am so ready to dive into a parenting conversation, a life conversation of how are we doing? Like, how are we doing as parents? Um, I'm ready to dive into it all. So let's welcome Ricky Verma onto this week's final season one, Busy Mumsy Chat. Well, it's about freaking time, sunshine. Hello. Hello, Ashley. Busy Mumsy. Oh, dear heavens. Well, um, the good old hubby, my Ricky, here he is, ladies and gentlemen. He's finally made it onto the podcast. Okay, stop stop being nutters. And that that microphone, by the way, you don't have to eat the microphone. The microphone will just like nicely pick up your voice. Okay, so I can sit sit back. No, 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 no. You have to find like the happy medium of it. Well, I don't know if it's happy. You're the one who's hearing me. I can't hear you. That's good. Uh-huh. That's good. All okay. right. So we, we've ticked that off the list. How are you feeling? Tell me your good. emotions deep down and in, Ricky. 
right now uh, I'm in my office uh, at Nexus Green, and as you know, Ashley, every time I enter this building, I never leave till like after six pm. So I, I think you know, I'm really happy and excited to be on this podcast because it takes me away from the madness, the stresses, the liabilities that I have to face on a day to day. So it's a pleasure. And, well, uh, isn't that nice? Because I will have to say that um, earlier this morning over coffee, we're like, Jesus Christ, Ashley, you know, I'm a busy man. What am I like? Literally, how did you even get like, you know, 30 minutes of my time? So here we are. So we're just, we're, we're you know. I told yeah. Edith off. I said, how did she get a slot so quickly? Because my diary is about two and a half week waiting list right now. Well, you know what? I... Mm -hmm. You know, Edith shimmied me on in there, and I obviously have a little bit of clout. So there we have it. Yes, so as you know, because you are a huge supporter of me and the Busy Mumsy podcast, and you do listen to it every Wednesday, um, it is officially the last episode of season one. And we finally oh, no. got you on it. And I'm, I'm super stoked. And I want to say that, wow, we have a two and a half nearing three-year-old. Yes, we do. <laughs> Has it just sunk in? How did that happen? Well, tequila probably played a part. Cisco, I don't know. <laughs> it was a uh, the world that we still listen to Cisco. Hey, listen, we're old school, right? Well, that is true. So let's mm -hmm. walk down memory lane because we've never really walked down memory lane because we're always in this kind of like fast forward, fast forward. As you said, you're like two weeks in advance scheduled out. So it's never kind of like a look back, uh, a rewind, if you will. And, you know, when we had Adia, I think both of us equally were kind of in that, okay, after we have Adia, we do this, right? And, you know, you left, right? Like we, we had Adia and it was what, maybe five Days later, you were back on a plane and, and you can't. <laughs> you know, I love how you describe it. It sounds like I literally packed my bags and I'm ready to leave. Like, no, I mean. This is, it's kind of like you have to, right? Yeah. I mean, basically, um, obviously, I would never miss it for the world to, you know, I, I mean, that was a beautiful experience for me, um, even though. <laughs> I should have listened to the doctor and I shouldn't have looked because obviously you oh, had a yeah, C-section. Right. You looked. Okay. So I know. Yeah, I no, looked I, and uh, it's like a horror film. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, listen, for, for those who don't know, maybe that perhaps this is your first episode of the Busy Mumsy podcast. I had an elected cesarean and apparently below the sheet, it's like bananas down there, right? Uh-huh. I mean, I think it was not a small child either. No, so, know, yeah, and so obviously I was, I put your music on, you know, you had your own like playlist, even though you was like semi high as a kite uh, in that procedure, um, you know, you, you, uh, you definitely were, <laughs> you were probably the easiest patient they had, actually, to be honest, um, you were in your Thank own you little world. Yeah, and a uh, uh, big shout out to the Great Portland uh, Hospital. They were fantastic. And so wait, what uh, was the song? Like, actually, like speaking of, like, what was the song that was playing? It wasn't so, Cisco. Okay, it was not Cisco. No, 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 no. That came before actually. Um, no, 
I can't. I you know what? I can't remember what songs they were, but we had a playlist. We created a playlist. I'm gonna tell you. you what do you remember? Was. Yeah. Do you remember? I'm coming out. Oh my! I want the world God. to know. Yeah. So, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, the, the playlist was quite magical. And I actually do play it for a couple of my clients um, when we're do in the really? Yeah, because it actually has got like a great kind of like throwback to like some 60s and 70s mm. tunes. And then we get yeah. like some Backstreet Boys and NSYNC in there. And then it like, yeah, it keeps on changing up. And of course, there's Pitbull on it because, you know, Mr. 305, Mr. Worldwide is always a That's great crowd pleaser. So, so anyways, um, you did look below the sheets, but you are still in a very committed relationship to me. So we did get through that. Yeah. I mean, look, I saw idea coming out in the terms of like behind that kind of curtain that they put like, just above your belly and then they drop the curtain slightly. And then, you know, there you, there's like a, you know, a lion, was it, um, that film, uh, the Disney film where, they put the baby up in the air. Lion King. Lion King. Yeah, there you go, Lion King. Um, need more coffee, Ashley. Like, so obviously that happened. And then they asked me to come round to to confirm the weight of Adia. And they said, whatever you do, just don't look right. And obviously, with my personality as well, I look right. And I'll be scarred for the rest of my life what I saw. Um, but again, you know, it was a beautiful moment. So I forgot about that quite quickly. And uh, I still, to this day, can't imagine how you must have felt carrying such a big baby. Because when she came out, I was just shocked because Adia was so big. And I was like, wow, like, you know, fair dues to you, actually. I mean, you know, to carry her for that long. I mean, yeah, your your back must be only recovering now because seriously, she was a big baby. So does this mean that I get like life forever lower back massages? Because I'm not gonna lie, my back does on a constant hurt. Hmm. Yeah, sure, sure. I think I'll I've got keep some hard in my back pocket, and I will use mm -hmm. that uh, frequently. So in that you know fabulous mode of bringing Adia home. Yeah. It, it was quite exciting, right? Like when we finally, like we, we left on day three, um, we're, we're going to skip all the other bullshit that happened at the Portland um, in terms of me having to uh, isolate because I got sick. But anyway, yeah. we're going to, we're going to dive. I remember this was, this was literally on the verge of the, Which the, makes the me wonder, like, did they know? like, did they know? And like, that's why they ended up making me isolated. Okay. Long story short, people, I had a very bad um, reaction to all the meds they put me on. So I literally shat my brains out. Like I just did. Like, I'm just going to say it. I did. Oh, you, you went there. You went, I went there. there. Because you know what? For an expecting mom, like perhaps you are going to go down the route of cesarean and maybe you will have the same reaction that I had to all of the drugs that they do put you on. And my, my body literally said, no more, get me out of here. And it was bedlam for 24 hours to the point where they did, in fact, isolate me and they isolate and put Adia with me. And mind you, I had cesarean and couldn't really move. So literally all I did was press the button next to the bed and ask for help for 20. Like I, I felt really bad about it, but I remember when you and mom came to the hospital after yeah. the 
the worst night ever. And they were like, are you okay? And I was like, I've done nothing but push a button every minute on the minute because I needed help. I needed help. And yeah, yeah I, I wanted out of there. So it was rather blissful when we did finally leave because we were like going back to our, our apartment and, you know, introducing Adia to Lord Baxter and just kind of like going to do this like kind of nesting thing, right? Like we were gonna like do this nesting thing for, you know, five days before you went off on your merry way to to Uganda. And I, I and I say that in jest as as I look at uh -huh. you as as I look at you because you're like Ashley, don't start throwing me under the bus here. And I'm uh, not going to throw you under I'm, the bus. But what are you the single single not I'm so the single married there you yeah, go. You know what I mean, I mean, we say it, uh -huh. no matter what, it takes an army to raise a child. And I say that, and I, and I don't take, I don't want to discredit any sort of single mother or single dad out there because I, you know, I, I can only hope that you do surround yourself with as much support as possible. Cause at the end of the day, a child takes an army, right? Like yeah. we, we knew this in our two and a half nearing three years experience as being parents. So I don't want to discredit we have always joked about me being the unsingle single mom, which is why I led with that for, for yeah. this particular season of the podcast as fun because you are working your ass off. You know, I will be like the first like cheerleader to say to you, like I'm a rah-rah, go Ricky, go. So um, I will say as we, we laugh about it, Ricky did get on a flight five days later, but I didn't cry and I wasn't angry at him that he did go but he has to go because he's building this incredible business called Nexus Green. But go back to, I'm not done with memory lane, babe. No, I, I, no, it's, it's quite nice to relive it a little bit. Cause I just remember when idea, when we were that day, when we were leaving and I said, look, I, I, I really uh, think we, let's get a, a car um, to take you and Adia and I'll follow because it was, I was being so protective. Like I was like, you know, really protective following, you know, you and, your, and, and the driver to, to the, to the apartment and just feeling like, you know, Oh my God, on the whole way. Cause I was by myself in the car following you guys. I was like, we're bringing a baby home. Like I was thinking, how's Baxter going to feel? I'm like, you know, this is the, the journey. This is where it starts now. Right. And, um, it honestly, I, I, I was so excited. Um, it, it was a, a bummer that I had to leave so quickly. However, as you know, Ashley, you know, we're building blocks and this is the sacrifices uh, at the early stages. And, and, and to be honest, the reason why I'm doing this is so I can spend more time with her later on when really, you know, daughter and, and, and dad, you know, get to have that time together, you know, and all that it's a massive cop out and an excuse because i can see the way you're looking at me going really ricky i don't believe anything you're Actually, saying but it's true you know i i feel like through the years my my rbf my rest my, my resting bitch face has uh slightly shifted and my look to you actually was more of like inside going oh wait i don't want to lose my bond with adia and have to give it to you because there will be that time where that that real solidifying moment of daddy's girl, like yeah. she is daddy's girl comes into play, but I feel like around, like I can kind of sense back to when I was like six years old and I really felt that powerful moment with my dad. And like, 
I know it will happen with her, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, kind of like, oh, that's why my face shifted. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't anything but like, oh, I don't want to lose those reins, but I know it will happen. And I know she's in great hands, but yeah. pull at the old heart Get over it, actually. I know. Get over it. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. As you would say to me. No, it's going to be lovely. And I'm, I'm, I just hope. Well, you know, with our parenting skills, I, I, I know that we'll be able to do loads of stuff together. Like, I think she won't be embarrassed about, like, going on holidays with us when she gets to those awful teens. And, you know, the only thing I will say for all the busy mumsies and busy dadsies that have a young boy, stay away from my daughter. Okay? Because <laughs> when she gets to that age of dating, oh, I'm telling you now, I, there's going to be some. There's going to be some drastic sit-down conversations, Ashley. Well, I, I'll have to say this: if she continues on with the type of terrible two temper tantrums that she uh, displays oh, and screams, perfect. no one's going to go near her. <laughs> be around. I mean, like, let's yeah. be real about this. Her scream can be deafening to yeah. the point, of, like you, you know, like you know, like those those parents that will say, like, "Oh my gosh, like." My child shit is amazing, and oh my gosh, my child scream is amazing. It. No, don't get it. Don't I get don't. it. I don't get it. I mean, I like when she gets to those high decibels of screaming, it sends like a really awful signal in my head that you've yeah. seen me. I I have to get up and just just leave for for that split second, only because honestly, it that it's a trigger, and I'm like, oh my god, this is really like awful and then because of you know she's at that age where you know communication is through these kind of like emotional outbreaks right you, and you're saying what's wrong and she really is trying to tell you like something but in a way that you and i don't understand or translate it's all it's even like it's even more like oh god just tell me what's the problem sweet you know i can fix it i'm your dad i will be able to fix anything and everything you know what i mean but it comes part and parcel. And also, you know, she's at that age as well, Ashley, you know, she's, she's, she must get it from you. Cause I was such a mute when I was a child at her age, you know, the screaming, I mean, she's got to go. It's got to come from you. It's definitely not from me. This no, is no, one I, your, I can imagine you being a little bit, a little bit teeny weeny bit bratty at that age as well. No, me, I, was I, was a, I was a perfect child. Yeah. 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 Very vocal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just, it just continues on and on and on as I hold tightly to my microphone right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is what it is, babe. Um, I yeah. think that's part of the reason why you married me. I have an opinion. Massively. I married you because we had so much banter and you know, that's the thing. Not many people get to have that banter when they first meet, you know, we clicked and nine years later, holy shit. Nine years later, look at us. We're on a podcast. We're on a podcast. Busy Mumsy. Busy Mumsy. But now that we are absolutely bossing parenting and know everything under the sun, said nobody, what do you think about, <laughs> what do you think about the uh, parenting, like glamorization, if you will, that I constantly show you on social media? To be honest. Go for it. Like majority is bullshit, right? Yeah, but but you know that I get all like wrapped up of being, especially like okay, for anyone that is dealing currently in your first six months 
post and like baby is like, has you up all night and all of those things, please, before you even like think about it, I want you to think about me and my voice telling you to stop, drop and put the phone down. Do Mm. not look at social media and start comparing yourself because it is a spiral and it is not, it is not that perfect world that is displayed out there at all. And Ricky and I, and I asked him this about the glamorization and what, like from the dad perspective, like, do you think it's absolutely like ridiculous and bonkers and like what I, what we as women pretty much are glutton for punishment, right? Like we are glutton for punishment because we're looking and we shouldn't be like, what, what are your thoughts on it? Like, do you think dads are also looking at this crap? Because it really can spiral you because it's not perfect. It's, I mean, I'm sorry. Like I, I do not wake up looking like a kickball change superstar. I did not after having Adia. I mean, like I was a Teletubby still. I was still wearing you, my you like. Gorgeous. That onesie. I, I, did you see that photo I sent you the other day? I mean, you're yeah, so you cute. Know, I, you know what? I, I, will, I, I will post the onesie. In do it. Of, do you know, it. I was. I was. I mean, th- th- that of course was when Addie was still in my tummy, but I literally still looked like that post. And it just is what it is, right? Yeah. I mean, look, uh, actually, you know how I feel about social media. I'm not really a big fan of social media. I think it it really is uh, an awful platform for people to look at and then compare their lives to what they're looking at on a screen. And then asking themselves, what am I doing wrong? And I think that can create so many awful things to, to, to a human, like, you know, self-belief, you know, I, even the word like, you know, people, I mean, I don't like using the word, but like, you know, creating anxiety, you know, like, am I doing the right thing? Because you see these amazing photos that are clearly set up and staged like you wouldn't believe. I mean, these pictures that, you know, you've shown me on, and we've had a bit of a chuckle about, it's like, come on. Like, they've even got the shadowing right at the background with lighting and whatnot. It's it's ridiculous. And I think for me, I, I overall, social media is bullshit. I think it's, uh, you know, a place where you're going to get likes. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you're, you're, you're asking the world by putting up a picture to like it so you can feel good about yourself. You know what? I love... The fact that you and I like can have banter. Like last night, we had banter about everything and everything under the sun. Like you know, um, over dinner, and n- not at any stage was there a-, a time where we picked up a phone to look on Instagram or talk about Instagram or what is going on with so and so because that's reality. And and I think for me as a dad, going back to your question, I don't look at any of it. I think it's rubbish. I've got no interest in looking at it. The only thing I've got interest is knowing that my baby's safe, she's healthy, she's having a great experience, right? Especially having parents like you and me, Ashley. I mean, you know. Are you giving us an award or something for parenting? I think I I want to thank God. I want to thank my parents. I want to thank everybody. You know, honestly, Adia is having the best time of her life. I mean, I, I looked at her this morning at breakfast and Honestly, you can't make that this shit up. I mean, her smile is infectious. I mean, it was just like, oh my god, this kid is so happy. Why? Because we we must be doing something right. It, the Adia is in such a safe place. You know, we've come from you know New York to London to now Uganda. I mean, babe, babe, babe. but don't you think 
that's because I'm we awesome. found a way to communicate. Massively. Well, I think everyone who's going to listen to this podcast is going to say, like, who speaks over who? You know what I mean? I mean, we communicate. No, it's not about so speaking well. over who, but I think that, that we, you know. But in the, in the sense, Ash, of like, we have no restrictions, you and I, to talk about how we feel. We have no restrictions on if something's on your mind, you feel comfortable saying, Rick, I need to get this off my chest or we need to have right. a conversation about something. I mean, that, I think, is the substance of all successful relationships is communication. You know, people have arguments or gets into these spirals because they're, they're just assuming what the other person's thinking instead of going, what are you actually thinking? You know what I mean? Um, so I think, yeah, you're right. I think because Adia, we're not, you know, when we're, when we're around Adia, the beauty is when we're around Adia, the phones are down. It's all about Adia, you know? And that's what I love about, you know, when we're around her. We, we're not like, hold on, babe, we're doing something, or hold on, Adia, you know, let me finish this email. I, I'll stop. I couldn't care less. That She's my heartbeat, and I love her to bits. And if she needs all my attention, you know what? Next is Green can wait for f a few minutes, you know, because she's worth every second when she needs my attention. What about me? <laughs> Ashley, it's not about you anymore. It's about Adia. That's the sacrifice we have when we have a child. Remember we had this conversation? I said, Ashley, will it ever change? And you said, babe, it's not going to change. Everything's just going to get better. What about me? Because remember, at this stage, Adia is all about mummy cozy, right? What does yeah. mummy cozy even mean? What about daddy cozy? Like what? I, why? Yeah. It's such a great name, right? Mummy cozy. I get jealous. I want a bit of a, a cuddle now and again yeah, from right? you. Like, I, I, I'm losing cuddles over. I'm losing cuddles by this child, right? Oh, now, now your your face has shifted. Actually, now you've just opened a can. Actually, I'm going to tell you all the all the issues now. I need some attention from you. You give too much attention to the idea, not enough to me. Ah, so are you? So th this is your. This is, this, is, this is now a therapy session. <laughs> yeah. I'm not no. paid, so unfortunately, what? this is not going to be a therapy session. Oh, I think I've paid enough, actually. <laughs> oh, the emotional. The emotional pain is there still. Anyway, no. What the we see we this is our problem, you and I. We we go off on a tangent all the time. And that's why uh, you know, what should take twenty minutes takes two hours. No, it's true, but um but I will circle back to communication because I I have to share and I have to say to everyone, because I know it's kind of like a big question mark of like, well, Ashley, you've now been in Uganda, you and Adia and Lord Baxter have been in Uganda now for quite some time. And, um, you know, I was struggling and Ricky knows this. Um, I was struggling for a really long time communicating with Ricky because I felt like when he came to London, he was just still in this constant, like, well, I'm in a different, uh, you know, my work is in a different time zone and I need to, I need to be up at five and I need to do this and that. And it was kind of like, he, he came back to London kind of feeling not so great about it. And I felt like a hindrance because of that, because we were there and I finally communicated. And I said to Ricky, like, we need to come there and be there for a bit. And 
I communicated this because I've been able to shift my business and successfully do that with virtual and then also have a wonderful supportive team that is teaching in London and they are like holding the torch and Define is doing great. And so I said to him, I was like, I think it's time that we shift and be there a little bit longer to support you. But then also it was my cry for help, if you will. And I think you kind of just were like, looked at me and was like, yeah, like, I think I needed it. Like I needed to feel, I needed to communicate to you that I needed support. And it wasn't like a monetary, it wasn't like, show me the money, Ricky. It was a emotional, I just, I want to have coffee with you, you in the morning and I want to have, you know, a cup of tea or a glass of wine with you in the evening and whatever you may do in the middle in terms of the work and the, the next is green. Well, get on with it. Cause you know, that is the show you the money moment, but you know, but the, I, I feel like the, the emotional part of it and the communication part of it is what we were really lacking. And I like, I have recently written more about it um, in blogs and have been a little bit more open about it on social media um, to just be transparent and real about it. Cause that's what this podcast is about, right? Like it's about a, a safe space to just kind of let go and be real about it. And there is no filter and it is unapologetic. Right. And now that we're here, Ricky, like now that like we're here, like how do you feel like now having us in Uganda more and like, what do you feel like, what is to come for us as a family, as you and I as partners, um, you know, with life in Uganda? Okay. Well, first of all, I think you're 100% right. I think that there's a massive disconnect between you and I when I was coming here to Uganda and you were in London. And it's not like, you know, for your listeners, it wasn't like I've gone off for two weeks and I'm coming back. I'd go for months and then come back. I mean, the, uh, we need to paint the picture, actually, that it wasn't a case of like, you know, it was almost like a part-time relationship, if you will, because it was like I'd come in, leave, come in, leave, but not, not I, I didn't do the daily commute, as your intro says, you know what I mean? Right, and, and, that, and that's the thing. Like, we, we, we played on that. Like, when I wrote that script, I, I did a play on words, and it probably was to kind of cover and blanket what I was really feeling inside. Yeah, I mean, there's massive truth in what, you, what you've what you been saying. And I think writing that you've been doing, like, you know, everyone check out the uh, the the blogs on, on busymumsy.com. But that's you telling it how it is, you know, from like your experience. And, and I think writing is such a beautiful thing because it, you know, sometimes you can text someone and then you delete it, but it feels good to type it and then just get it out there but you don't necessarily need to send it because you maybe don't need a, a response or you don't need a knock-on effect of what that text might do but with you and i i think for us it was really a turbulent time especially because like you know you've had idea you know yes you've, you you had a nanny for a few days a week it was and you were trying to manage a business that got massively hit by covid and then you're trying to, you, you know, you're in crisis mode every day because you're doing this by yourself. You weren't, you didn't have me because I was busy in survival mode doing Nexus Green in Uganda. And I think the fact that we can be honest with each other, you know, I was, I, I had to be selfish for us, but it was for us, right? And that was a, more of a sacrifice for me because obviously I don't want to leave, you know, you and Adia and Baxter 
by yourselves. I mean, I hope I, I, you know, do enough to keep, you know, you in a comfortable position of like making sure you're safe and in an environment that, you know, you, you're not having to worry too much, I suppose, you know, but that, that goes with us having a mutual understanding of we work hard together, you know, and everything we do is for each other, you know, New York, when we were together, I mean, I was setting up that business, you supported me massively. And now it's my opportunity now to do good and support you and whatever ventures you want to do. I mean, this podcast is something, you know, you wanted to do, um, not only to get your story out there, but also connect with other busy mumsies and understand what their journey is about. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I, I think the, you, you know, this unique uh, point of your podcast is so different from everyone else's because it's so raw. It's so real. It's not scripted. I mean, even the, today I'm, I said, babe, I need all the questions I need to know. I, I, I want to sit down with my executive assistant, go for everything. And you're like, no, Rick, it's raw. Soon as you turn on that screen, it's recording and i thought you were joking thanks ashley so you guys coming to uganda has been honestly the blessing because you know what i'm all i wanted is to wake up and go to sleep knowing that you both are there right physically there you know because let's be honest you've now you've seen how i work here it's bonkers so when you were so annoyed with me when i was here and you were there and you're like why are you not like facetiming me because i'm shattered the last thing i want to do is talk to anyone right it wasn't about you it was about my my mindset my mental health of just like i've had a massive day of because you know as you know i i literally every day i'm putting out fires i'm 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 the problem solver of the company right and stroke the salesman apparently now right but the bottom line is, right, the bottom line is you being here has just changed all that because how – let me let me switch it. How much more relaxed are you now? How do you feel being here in Uganda? You know, it's Africa. It's, it's a, it, not many people are going to go, oh, yeah, babe, let's move to Africa, you know? It's not like we're going to, like, move to a city like we're in London, let's move to, I don't know, Newcastle or something, you know what I mean? It's we're moving no. a continent, Ashley. No, so, no, really, how do you feel? How, how how are you feeling about the transition being here? I mean, obviously, again, this we're like you and I are a bit like gypsies right now. Where you know, New York was your home, London was my home. Here is more because I've my you know my business is building here, right? The next place where we go, wherever that might be. That's when we can make it our home because I want to choose a country with you where none of us have any connection with. So it's brand new for both of us, right? Oh dear heavens! Yeah. But go back. You know what? How do you feel? Because honestly, I can see it from when I used to come to London and literally come have this expectation of you being like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited!" But really, you were you had so much of this het up, like almost can I say anger? Right? Yeah, I was because, angry at you for sure. Yeah, you were angry with me. Massively. You were angry, and Massively. we used to, and we argued over nothing just because all you wanted was. I think I'm not going to use that lame thing of oh, you wanted the attention. I think you just you wanted to say, listen, dude, like you've been away. I've been by myself. It's hard. I, it's hard. Like right? it's so hard. And I get it. I think you do get it now. 
No, I did get it. I did get it. It's just like, I see some people, dif- you know, handle things differently. You know, we're all unique. <laughs> you know, I remember, I like to nip things in the bud, move on. You like to just like digest it first, then process it. And that's okay. That is fine. People, and, and actually you, your outcome is probably better than me nipping in the bud really quickly because I'm, you know, irrational, if you will. But I can tell you now, Every day, you being here in Uganda, I've seen you so much relaxed. I've seen you, like, smile a lot more. And I, and I actually, actually, can I be honest with you? Like, you waking up at, what, six this morning and saying, all right, fuck it, I'm coming to the gym with you. Let's be honest, in London, you'd never do that. You'd be like, I'm, I'm shattered. I'm, I'm, I've, you know, no, no, Ricky, it's not happening. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I have um I have because now you've got a bit of your own time, right? You've got your own time, and that's what yeah. Because I'm here and you're here, so we can now share responsibility, Ashley. Yeah, no, but I feel way better supported, and it, it goes way it goes back to me saying to have that cup of coffee with you in the morning and that cup of tea or a glass of wine in the evening. It it means something. It, it goes somewhere, and it actually puts you in a better place for your, your day, your mom, for me, my mom day, my work day, my, my, all of the things. I mean, Adia is going to like a daycare for a few hours um, in the morning, which gives me a little more headspace, if you will, to, I don't, I, I guess, work on me, yeah. work on yeah. what I want to work on. And, yeah. I, and I said this to you after like the second week of even being here in Uganda, yeah. I feel like a better mom because yeah. I've able now to delegate time and how I manage the day. Whereas yeah. when I was in London, I just felt completely unsupported in for, for me, like this isn't like a jab at you or anyone in that matter, but I, I felt unsupported that when I was privileged to have three days of childcare, yeah. I did not but cram in, in those seven hours on those three days, I would cram in everything under the sun. And then what what would like kind of flip me off would be you like, well, why don't you go get your hair done or your nails done? And I'm like, are you effing kidding me right now? Like, Did I say that? I didn't say that. Did I say that? You would say something like, go go do something. I'd probably say something similar that triggered you off, right? Yeah, it it would trigger me off because I would be like, these are the only three days that I am not on my own. Can you imagine but yeah. Ashley, can you imagine, like, you know, big up to all the single mums and single dads Massively. who have Massively. no help. I mean, Massively. I honestly, just listening to you, I'm like, I know business, Adia, being my support. You know, London was a city that, you know, you, you came because I wanted to move back to London, uh, to England. Um, you know, it wasn't the best experience that you had. Uh, I think that's something you can probably talk about in another episode about friendships and stuff. To be continued on that one, right? But, you know, I think here, I think here you have got the ability to now actually spread your wings a lot more, be able to do what you want to do. Um, it's, it's a much better environment for you because we're together. And yeah, you know, I, I, I must say, I really appreciate knowing the fact that in the morning I can see you and have breakfast with you and then chat absolute shit in the morning or go to the gym with you. I mean, I, we used to do that in New York together. You know, we used to go to the gym together in the morning. It, it was such a, it was our time. It was quality time because, you know, you doing, you doing God knows what, two shows. Sorry, what'd you say? 
I said me tap dancing in the elevator on the way to the gym. Right, yeah, massively. But do you remember like, because you do two shows a day and it was like, we'd run around each other trying to find time for each other. And then it was like, oh, that morning session together, it was our special moment, you know what I mean? And then we'd have coffee together and then you'd go for on your merry way, I'd go for my merry way. So yeah, it's, it's, I love it. I, I really, really, I'm, I, I'm blessed knowing the fact that you guys are here. And honestly, I think it's brought us closer together. Like yesterday when we had dinner, I just, you know, we, we were with a couple who had a beautiful story. You know, they, they met when they were kids, then the guy met someone else, then they rekindled and like, you know, now they've been together for six years, but they've known each other for 40 years or something. It's crazy. And it was such a beautiful thing, but you could just see them because now they're in the position to do things together and they're in the same country, you see how the dynamics are. It's completely different, you know. You know that I'm only down the road. Like, well, literally I'm down the road where you are right now. You know what I mean? So um, it's awesome. No, and I, I, I definitely think more couples, uh, if you do have, like, this long-distance relationship because one of you guys are in a different country or you have to work in a different city, the key thing is make some really solid time together like you know you gotta organize something that you both can do together away from ideas of the world like you know you say your kids you know you do still need just because you have a child doesn't stop you know it shouldn't stop things between the the two you know the couple you and i you know need to have uh, ashley and ricky time you know it's important it's how we met ashley you know i need i'm selfish i i need you uh, so we can have like you know our date nights and whatnot. They're, it's healthy. It's important. It's really important. No, I, I, no, I completely agree with you. And I think that for to kind of close out season one of the Busy Mumsy podcast and kind of like that through line that I was you know harping on about that unsingle single mom. To she's not single, everybody. She's married and happy. I'm here. Yeah, I'm very, very, very much happily married. But to kind of end the road to it, to anyone out there who takes care of a child, who loves, who nurtures, who gives the building block to that child, that is either a mom, a dad, a sibling, a grandparent, a neighbor. 100%. It takes an army and it takes communication. So if that army is your army at the coffee shop, that you have created that community, if that if that army is at nursery, is just that nanny that comes by, if you have that childcare coming to your house, if you have a neighbor that is helping you, thank them, hug them, and lean on them. I think like the most important thing that I learned out of this first season was finding space to lean because it takes that, that support. And I think that that's what where we were lacking in communication, we finally said to each other, or you you listened or I listened, and we were finally like, we need to support. So here we are in Uganda. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Supporting, and we're gonna figure it out what the next stages and what the next steps are. Yeah, it's an exciting time. It certainly is. I'm excited. I'm super excited. I think that like going into season two, because this is obviously a nice little setup that, you know, January 
new year. And uh, I think we're going to be embarking on obviously more busy mumsy chats because we're just going to glide right on it on into season two. But I think that what you're going to expect more is not just a conversation with someone from America and from the UK, but we're going to broaden this bad boy and we're going to hear and learn and grow from so many other different perspectives and cultures and yeah. upbringings. And, you know, I, you have introduced me to such a melting pot of the world that I'm so grateful to meet. And um, I'm really excited to kind of like go into this next journey, this next chapter with you. Obviously it's like ongoing with you and I, you know, personally, but you know, for the listener to kind of go into the journey because we are going to, you know, keep on with the conversations, but really find deeper meeting, deeper connection with the different perspective. And I have to ask you, Ricky, um, yeah. first time podcasting uh, podcaster today, I want to welcome you onto the podcast more so that you and I can share. I would love our that. I would love that. Like, I think this is helpful, right? I think this I is would like. Love that. I feel like we should have a joint podcast, actually. I'm putting it out there. What does your viewers okay. think? Like, you know, is TOZ, you know, <laughs> Busy Mumsy, CEO yeah. Extraordinaire. I don't know. Uh, no, no. Uh, right, we'll I maybe put it to a poll. Have I spoiled it already? I, I, I loaned you. That microphone that I loaned you, I'm not I'm keeping this microphone. It makes me feel powerful, Ashley. <laughs> I'm going to oh. connect it to our speakers in this office. <laughs> <laughs> Well, babe, you know what? I think we've chatted long enough for this episode. Thank for you the, so much. For the, last, for, the, for the last final episode of season one of the Busy Mumsy podcast, it grew exponentially. I'm so proud of it. And You smashed it, actually. You smashed it. Honestly, super proud of you. And to everyone listening, thank you for listening to Ashley. She's awesome. And I'm so proud of her and whatever else is in front of me on this script that she's given me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Everyone have a great day. Thank you, Ashley, for inviting me. Thank you. I love you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Busy Mumsy Podcast. If you have enjoyed this week's show, then please, please give it some extra love wherever you download your podcast and give it a five-star rating, a high five, a kickball change, a yes, yes, go Busy Mumsies. And don't forget, you can find out more information about this week's guest, what we discussed, and everything else related to the world of Busy Mumsy by clicking the link in the show notes down below.